from Griffith University. I'm Nance Haxton, and these are Remarkable Tales. Born in Toronto, raised in Australia and living in Lebanon for nearly two decades, Elizabeth Kassab Safir is defiantly making her way on the road less travelled. The former president and vice president of Griffith University's Student Guild on the Gold Coast says this leadership experience combined with her Griffith University business degree opened up her eyes to social justice issues. She has defied gender conventions in the patriarchal society of Lebanon by rising to lead leadership positions in tertiary education and striving to improve opportunities for those she teaches. As well as taking on the role of Assistant Dean of the Business Faculty at Antonine University in the Lebanese capital of Beirut, Elizabeth is also expanding community initiatives to combat domestic violence and help support people disabilities. She tells us on this episode of Remarkable Tales that her ongoing connection to Griffith University has been crucial in helping her break through institutional and societal barriers. My name is Elizabeth Kassab Sfer. I am the Assistant Dean at the Faculty of Business at Antonin University in Beirut, Lebanon. Proud um, Griffith alumni. Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining us on Remarkable Tales. Thank you for having me, Nance. Really appreciate it's an it. Honor. It's a, it's fantastic being able to speak to you in Lebanon. If there, if there is one benefit of the, the coronavirus pandemic, it is that it has strangely made us all a lot more connected around the world, hasn't it? With these Skype yes. connections. I, I agree. It has. It has. I, I feel like I'm a little bit closer to home. You know, it's you know Australia and Griffith. It's it makes me feel good being so far away, but somehow being connected is really so important for us being so far away from you guys. Oh, it sounds like Griffith was very pivotal to to your career progression from going from Australia to Lebanon, but how did you end up at, at Griffith University? What what path took you there? Basically, um, I, I suppose as you can hear, I'm a, I was born in Canada. Uh, my parents left uh, Lebanon right, be- right before the war. They m- migrated there. And then my parents wanted to do a business m- migration to Australia. It was a booming country. So I was about 14, 13, 14 when we came out to Australia. To the, to, to the Gold Coast. And of course, being a, a Gold Coast a student, you know, Star of the Sea and then St. Hilda's. And I, I, I was sort of around there all the time. And when we got to Griffith, of course, Griffith was at, at a stage where it was just sort of booming. And I love the fact that, you know, uni was so close to home and I didn't have to travel to like, let's say Brisbane or even though the unis there are great, but Griffith was just like a step away. So I chose to go to, to, to Griffith because, of course, it was a beautiful campus at the time. And every time I go back now, it's just changed so much. And Griffith really did play a pivotal role. I, I chose to do the Bachelor of Business. And at the time, there was a double degree you could do via Nathan and Gold Coast, like a double, like a, a law degree and business. And when I got onto campus, it just I thought, no, I want to be here. It just felt right. You know, like as I, I walked onto campus, it just stuck with, with, with me somehow. And so I chose to do the Bachelor of Business at uh, Griffith. And um, that's where everything kind of started for me. And it was through that, that it just kind of passed. It made my my way to where I, I, I am now. I got involved with the Student Guild by, by chance in the second year, 
being in Australia, I really felt at home. It was different to, to Canada. Canada, I was, you know, I, I grew up with a bit of discri- discrimination, Nance, because of the color of, of, of my skin. And I was, I didn't have the blue eyes and the, and the white skin. And I hated the olive skin. I got to Australia and um, Australians made me feel that I was okay being who I am. And that's why I have such a, a kinship because they said, oh my God, Liz, you've got such beautiful skin. And I'm like, <laughs> really? And, and I love um, meeting all the international students at, at Griffith. And that's where it started. I got involved with the International Center. I made a lot of friends, Sri Lankans and Indians and, and the Asians, and it was great. And, and I could share my culture with their culture. It was such a cross-cultural campus. And then I stumbled upon this, the Student Guild, and I met some of the students, and they said, why don't you get involved? And I said, yeah, but nobody knows me. And like, yeah, well, why, why don't you? And so I did this. I actually got voted in because, you know, to, to be a part of that. So when I got onto the board, I was voted as vice president in my in my second year. There you go. And I was just like, oh. So I, I, you know, I was part of the Get Amongst It, you know, did some editorials and got orientation going. And what I think was pivotal about, about that was that it got me connected to students. And uh, we would go to orientation. And it sat in my mind how I would walk into the hall to, to speak to the first years and make them feel that, you know, it's okay. I said, you guys are probably wondering, what should I carry? A binder, a, a notebook to a, or a pen? I still ask that question now to my students and, and Lebanon. And they say to me, yes. And that's right back from, from Griffith because I felt that that was really important. And Nancy started from there. I went from, from vice president to president in the third year. And I was on university committees and I got to meet all the wonderful people. You know, we even went out there and we were like on strike for tuition fees for students. So, you know, we were there kind of doing things on, on the ground and that was really important. And then we, we were actually, we built the Link building. It was during my time that we raised the funds to build the Link building that's actually at, at, at the Gold Coast campus. And as we were building it, we were using the students' fees and we got sort of payment involved in that. So saying that it was built by the students for the students. That stuck in my in, in my mind because it was about us as the customers that we were involved in this. So what we wanted to be there, the first hairdresser, you know, the first bookshop on campus. And when we opened up the Link building, I was asked to give a speech. And I remember standing up there and, and I, I got to share this with you. Somebody who was a part of the team actually said to me, what makes you think that you could be president? And you're Lebanese and in your culture, it's a patriarchal society. Right before I was about to give the speech. And it just, you know, at 21, it was just kind of like, it's because I am a woman in the Lebanese culture and it's patriarchal that I'm going to show people that I can do this. And I got up and I and I gave the speech. Gosh, that says a lot about you, Elizabeth, that you had the strength to do that. That would have been tough. It was so hard because it was about 500 people. And you know what, you know, they bring all the newspapers, radios, and you, know, you go on to radio. And I, I was about to go on and he just said something to me that really really rocked me and it's because you know, they particularly wanted that position so at a young age I learned how difficult it may be for me as a female even in Australia and uh, you, you deal with things like you know sexual harassment and and stalking and at the time the pro-vice chancellor uh, allowed me to have security guards so I went through a lot at Griffith and Griffith supported me and got me to, to give me the confidence Nance and that's probably why I wanted to share that we do go through a lot of things as women as well, you know? And that the support around you at those times is important, is, is, is what helps you get through that. 
so that you you don't feel so alone. No, and I wasn't. And and Griffith was great that way. You know, like everyone from the the staff to to the colleagues to the students, they were all very supportive. And so when I got up and I actually did the speech and and I and I just said it was to the students, it just Every time I think back, and, and the image is so much there, and, and they put the plaque on the on on the the, the building. And, and your um, name is on it, Elizabeth. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. And it just every time I, I I go back, I always believe that my leadership skills and making me the female that I am to have the confidence started at Griffith. Mm. It started there because I'm, I I met those challenges, and it was important for me. Um, and that was something that I uh, was asked by the pro vice chancellor as I was leaving and as I was graduating, he said to me, so where do you think you're going to be in like, I don't know, 20 years time? I said, I don't know, but I, I hope one day I can make Dean, you know, and, and <laughs> it's something that I always, I, I never thought that I'd get into teaching Nance at that Ooh. time. I never, it wasn't in my, in my works, you know, I didn't know that I was going to leave Australia and yes. come to Lebanon. You know, so but you 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 met uh, the love of your life, and and that was that move then. Yeah, it was, <laughs> and it was quite difficult. But I I um I I made it, and I I tend to stick to what I I learned when I was at Griffith because I, I believe that in your bachelor's years, those three years, it's pivotal for each student because that's where you're you're coming out of high school, and you're getting out into the this into society, and so that's why I always say to you know. It's a great place to, to be because it allowed me to be who I am. So you've uh, got three children in Lebanon now and you've, you've risen as well within the university system there. You said you didn't even expect to go into teaching. What, uh, what changed your mind or changed that direction, do you think, Elizabeth? I'll, um, I'll tell you, as I got into, into teaching, Nance, and I saw the young females here, and as you know with Le- Lebanon, it's a very diverse culture. And uh, coming here, I was absolutely culture shocked. I did. I realized that women were not seen as the, as they should be, but I didn't realize that that much. Very much a patriarchal society. And um, being able to sort of get out there, I had to make my way. I started in the faculty of business. With he's now he's currently the minister of the environment and social affairs. Damianus Katar is is his name. At the time, he had come in as he was the ex minister, and he wanted to create this school of business or this faculty of business. It was right after the July war that we had. And when you live in Lebanon, you live with a lot of security and political issues. So on a daily basis, you really don't know what's going to happen the next day. And that's where you build your coping strategies and your resilience and doing that. Also, as being a female and wanting a career, you know what I first got told? I got told you should go teaching in a school. It's 7.30 to 2.30 and you can come home with your kids. That way you can still be with your family. Or why don't you be like a, a secretary or work in a bank? And I was just like, what? I did my bachelor's at Griffith and I, you know, I continued to do my master's. And what are you saying to me? Oh, yes, yes. That means that you don't have to leave your children. You know, it's about family. Even if a female here who kind of smiles and, and has confidence, it's like, they kind of look at you in, in, a, in a different way. And it took me a long time for people to understand who I was, that I was this type of outgoing person. It's, it doesn't mean that I was easygoing or that you could harass me. And to build that, was it took a, a long time. I even taught with the military. I volunteered my time because I couldn't get a job when I first came out. So there was a lot of, of hardships, when I first, but I, I, I continued. I even I, knowing that I, I had to pay rent and I had to, I, I get through, it was about the, the, the determination and the 
perseverance. And when I would talk to my students, they would look at me and say, oh, it's not possible. You know, when I get married, my husband won't uh, allow me to work. And I went, stop there. Hang on a second. <laughs> Let's talk. <laughs> and that got me into And that's why I joined then after the July War. I started as an assistant to the faculty. And as the years go, I, I worked my way up. And even to get people to look at me differently, I got my PhD and I got it in what's called WASTA, which is about connections. People here, in order to get a job, you have to know somebody. And it's about a fight for saying, why can't I get employed for who I am and what, and what I'm capable of, not who I know. And in Lebanon, it's, it's everywhere. And I actually proved, I've, I've done my, my research and I'm now published, that over 55% of people actually get a job only through WASTA. Not through just putting in your CV. And, and that's why I made HR my specialty. And I wanted to kind of change the face of the way people see HR here. And that's what I do in my, in my classes now when I, when I speak to students. And luckily enough, I've been able to do that. A lot of the young girls, when they sort of say to me, you know, do you think I can do it? And I say, yeah, you know, of course, of, of course you can. But the culture and what would people think? And, and it's like a part of me, Nance, wants to keep on going, even though I'm the alien in the way that I vocalize. It's not just about feminism. It's about being who I am and allowing me to be who I am. I'm, I'm, I'm allowed to smile. I'm allowed to. You shouldn't think that if I laugh, I'm a fool. No, it's a cultural thing. It's really important. And I, and I feel with these, these students. Have you seen much progress in the time you've been there, Elizabeth? On those fronts? I have. I have. I got to share with you a number of things that I've been able to do. And that's because of my Griffith days, when I was involved in the, in the cultural clubs, I've taught students how to do volunteer experience, created community service course. And uh, we would actually get out there and we would raise money and go and visit women against domestic violence. We couldn't see the women, but we could support them. Children that have been taken away from their families, the refugees, uh, working with people that have, we have a lot of poverty here, Nance, a lot of people that, that, that don't, we have a high education, but we have a lot of people that are just not making it and our economic issues. And as you guys would realize in the Middle East, there's with the Syrian war and Yemen, and it's all, it's all, it's everywhere. A lot of the, the young students here don't have a lot of hope. They keep saying, how can we leave? And what I'm trying to show them is that Instead of leaving, what can we do to make it better? So um, I got them involved in that and used the skills from Griffith, created a, a mastering public speaking course to get them out there. And I kid you not, I had a number of young girls that would talk very softly in class. And, by, and I used my Toastmasters skills that I learned in Australia in my public speaking. And I got them out there and we'd have amazing classes. And they would say, wow, like, are all the Australian teachers like that? We want to go to Australia. I said, even better, even better, <laughs> you know? And they would say, we would be so shy. It's because of you that we now have the confidence. So even if I could just affect five or six, it means I've done something. And I've been doing that for a number of years now. Created a lot of new courses, the digital marketing. I created the HR concentrations. I'm saying a lot of this, but when I first came out and I said that I did my HR and marketing major at Griffith, you know what people here would say to me? Oh, you could do business in a book, HR in a book, because the Lebanese mentality is a bit, you know, your son should be a, uh, a scientist or an, an, an engineer or a doctor. I'm like, no, this is really important. So it's taken me a long time and trying to tell people that working with people is one of the most difficult things. So I've created now a platform. And with that platform, I'm getting out there, sharing that. 
and I'm and I'm I'm, I'm getting there. I'm, I'm I'm building, and also supporting uh, She Cares uh, Lab. It's an angel uh, network to help people with disabilities, and uh, in Lebanon as well. Unfortunately, unfortunately, people with different abilities are not seen. They're not given the education. They're not given the support. So what does your program do to assist with that, Elizabeth? What we're, what we're trying to do is ensure that they can get all the educational f- facilities. So you know, even those like very simple educational toys, they're very expensive here, unfortunately. Too expensive. And they don't have to be at all. And being able to also uh, awaken in the minds of people what that's about, having special abilities and different abilities. It doesn't mean that it makes them any different. So working on that. So I'm working on different platforms in order to raise that uh, awareness, what it's like, because it's like we're in a different time. And people often say to me, you know, Elizabeth, you keep on trying. Do you think, you know, stop trying to change the world or try to change? You know, people won't change. I said, it's not about that. But as long as I'm confident in myself and those people want to join me, great. And if they don't, that's okay. At least I tried. So it's amazing what can happen when you get the foundations right, Elizabeth, from having that solid educational basis. You've been able to go to to Lebanon, which is a beautiful, incredible country, but as you say, surrounded by so much conflict, but able to uh, communicate to the people, to the students that you have, the importance of education in the midst of that. I mean, that's an incredible achievement. Thank you very much. Yes. Even now, uh, with our Lebanese lira and, and dollars, they, they can get US dollars. Just a quick example. If you want to buy a jar of Nutella here, it costs like about $30 now. So the students now feel that there's not much hope. They say, oh, Miss, stop telling us. Look at us. You know, we're very corrupted and, and you know, we can't seem to, and, and, you know, to get out of this. And I keep saying to them, guys, we're making history. Even though we're in a pandemic, we're in COVID-19, what we do now is you guys are going to be able to tell stories later. So let's stick together. So I'll open up like little video chats with them and, and, and chats and send them stickers and get online and we'll do like yoga. And they'll just laugh. And I say, come on, guys, we gotta, we're in this together. And I think that's what it's about. It, it shows you the importance of that perspective, keeping the long-term perspective of it, doesn't it, Elizabeth, that we are living through a historic time. It, it is, and I, I think so, because every time, like, you'll see it on social media, the Spanish flu, but we didn't learn the, 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 the lessons. And it's like, okay, well, it just, it's just about changing now. It's about changing how we do things. Because mental health is very important. And in Lebanon, because we're in a, a lockdown, we're not getting out there, parents have been, businesses have closed. They're sitting at home. They can't afford things. There's a lot of fear that, you know, they can't even get flour and the basics, the basic essentials. So it's always about keeping that hope. And I'm doing that on a daily basis. And I think that that's just something that I really wanted to share with Griffith, that that's what Griffith gave me. And I can say that with a lot of pride because it was a very, it's an important part when you're first doing your bachelor's degree, the age that they're in. And I want to let them know, all those students that are going through that, that anything is possible anything at, at, at all, as long as you keep your, you set your mind to it. And that you perhaps know? you don't you have know. to know exactly where you're going to end up, Elizabeth. Is that part of it when you're doing your bachelor's degree? I, and I, I just, yeah, I think just take it easy. Take it a step at a time, you know, um, enjoy. Don't, don't run to like do things because I never thought 
that like I would get to Lebanon. Who said I was born in Canada and I, I live in Australia? But I just let things take me where they are. And then I just I just went day by day. And that's what I'm sharing with my students now. Just enjoy, don't run, you know, walk. Um, and that's really important. And that's what Griffith gave me. And that's what I think even Griffith, and I even know in Australia, they're going through things now. Studying on, online, at home, it's not easy. But we're making history, Nance. We are, you and I, <laughs> all of us. <laughs> it's true. And it is something, as you've told your students, that we will be able to tell our generations after us about how we coped with COVID-19. Exactly. And I, I even just think even for like the young women, because I think we're, we're, wherever we go, domestic violence here is getting worse, Nance, because we're in a, a lockdown. It's horrific. And I know that that's there in Australia. But just to let people know that as long as you get your voice out there, um, we can we can get get through this, you know, talk to someone. Um, it's really important. And that's something that I keep on sharing and saying that we can do this. And, you know, in Lebanon, it's there's religious di- diversity and there's cultural di- diversity. So you got to be careful of how you say things. And I, and I hope that I can keep on doing that no matter what happens. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing your story with us, Elizabeth. I think it's so encouraging on a number of levels. And it sounds like that lifelong learning has also been really important to you. You haven't really stopped <laughs> from what you've said. I haven't. No, I, I haven't stopped. I hope one day as a female, I'll get the chance to be in a position. I don't know if, 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 if I will, because maybe being a, a, a woman, being a, a female, uh, you know, they in, in Lebanon, if you're emotional, you know what it's like world, worldwide. They don't think you uh, as being a, a, assertive. They think that you're a female, you know, oh, oh, you know, she's a woman. And I'm just trying to break that. I think it's strength when you can show your emotion. And people are afraid of doing that. And I'm just saying, no, I'm confident. You know, if I shed a tear, that means I have strength. That means that I'm confident to actually show you. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm, I'm, I'm only human, you know. So, yeah, maybe one day, Nance. I don't know. And if it doesn't, that's okay. You know, I like what I'm doing now. Well, and thank you for sharing um, with us you know, uh, what your your journey. We'll be interested to see you hopefully when you come back to the Gold Coast to visit once this uh, pandemic has right. settled a bit. COVID. I will. And I will definitely. I always, I always come onto campus every time I, I go back um, because I absolutely love it. And I thank you for your time, Nance. And thank you for allowing me to share my story in a, a little country very far away. But I just wanted to let everyone know that Griffith is a great place to be. Thank you so much, Elizabeth. No, it's, it's wonderful to just remind people, you just, like you say, you don't know where this degree can take you. It's just fantastic, isn't it? That's what, um, that's what education opens up for you, so many exactly. possibilities. And I often say to people, just don't ever forget that your education, no one can take that away from you, Nance. It's, it's for you. People can take away your money. People can take away your, the, the materialistic. But my education is for me. And no one will ever take that away. So the message for the students is just to get your education, even if it takes you a little while, even if you do it part time, remotely, it doesn't matter. Just do it because you're value adding for you and no one can ever take that away from you. Elizabeth, thank you for joining us on Remarkable Tales. Thank you, Nels. That was Griffith University business graduate and assistant dean at Antonine University, Elizabeth Kassab Safir, speaking to me from her Lebanon home on Skype for this episode of Remarkable Tales. Remarkable Tales is a podcast production of Griffith University. It's produced by Nance Haxton. That's it for this episode of Remarkable Tales. I'm Nance Haxton. See you next time.